Of course, Nikolai was the liar here. But kings did what they wished. Bastards did what they must. <laughs> we love Nikolai. We love Nikolai. Welcome back to Two Mourners. One book club. I'm Ed. I'm Jordy. And after a pretty long hiatus, <laughs> after a hiatus, after a hiatus, we are back. Um, thank you all so much for your patience. I know we had talked about it in like our last reading this early, but we had uh, the holidays. Mm-hmm. We were home, spent time with our families. Mm-hmm. I birthday, so mm-hmm. I was like doing that. Also, I took my LSAT again, and then I've also been applying to law school. And Jordy got a new job. I did, which we're so so proud. But now Jordy and I are in the same space. I know really that's sad. been really really sad. It has. I'm just pretending that Jordy is like on vacation. I've noticed that. I, like there have been times when I stand up in my office and I like go. To the door and I'm like, what am I standing up to go do? And it's like, I'm standing up to go talk to Emma, but she's not here, so I'm gonna sit down and do my work. I'm gonna cry. That's happened a couple times where I've like gotten up to wander and be like, I don't have anywhere to wander to. I've gone over to your desk and been like, you're just on vacation. Yeah, I'll literally, I'll literally be up there on Friday. So I know it's okay. It's fine. I'm so happy for Jordy, and it's super great. We have also seen each other three times this week. I know, but it's still. But I was still like, I miss Emma. Yeah, but three versus six is a lot. Three. Don't put it like that. That's fifty percent. No, I don't like that. I'm gonna, I'm gonna eat a toffee. It is sad. I'm channeling my inner Nina and eating yeah. a toffee about it. But also, Jordy and I are in communication almost twenty four seven. Yesterday morning, we were in three different group chats, <laughs> all responding at the same time. We were, and then we were also texting yes. each other. We are the common denominator of like five group chats yeah. of different configurations of people. And then also had a just us chat on the side. <laughs> and then, and then, I'm, and then I'm in bed next to my husband. Like, look what, look what Emma just sent me. Look what Emma just sent me. <laughs> it's great. We're fine. We're it's fine. going to take some adjusting. It'll be great. It'll be great. But we are back and we're ready to go over Rule of Wolves. Yes. That was good. I've been really That was really good. to like mix up. Oh, no. That was perfect. That was great. Um. So, disclaimer. <laughs> Taking a long sip, a little sippy sip of my sparkling water. Mm-hmm. Um, y'all know how I feel about Nina, mm-hmm. and in her chapters at the beginning, I'm like, mm-hmm. she's the Nina we know. Mm-hmm. And then it's like, mm-hmm. what? We were also discussing. Wait, I I think I like this book more than Jordy does. Mm-hmm. This is accurate, um, but we still feel that it sh- this book specifically. Could have been made into its own duology or trilogy mm-hmm. because there's so much information. It's just a lot, a lot, a lot gets packed into it. Yeah. And it feels rushed. Yeah. It's just like, I mean, you can, it's very much written for people who have read all the other books in the Grishaverse. Like, if mm-hmm. you just jumped in with King of Scars and Rule of Wolves, I think you would have a hard time, um, like, like accessing it mm-hmm. in rule of wolves. Um, so for us, it's not like hard to follow. Yeah, but it does take some critical thought. Yes, there's like a lot of moving parts. I'm not kidding. I'm kidding. No, no, it's like, do we want to read books that challenge us to use our college degrees and think like deep thinking, intelligent people? Sometimes, not all the time. Yeah, 
But I, I did enjoy this book. Um, right. I, I understand why it was written the way it was mm-hmm. because it's all happening at the same time. But I really just wish it would have been Nikolai and Zoya. Me too. But I digress. I agree 100%. We're still excited to go through it. We still love Lee Bardigo. Yes. We tried to buy tickets to her tour and they were sold out. Yeah. So if y'all know any It's really sad. Who would like to sneak us into the church or... That sounds really bad. <laughs> the meeting is happening at a church. We're going to be in our apparat era. <laughs> sneak into the church. <laughs> Using the secret tunnels. Secret tunnels. Secret tunnels. (laughs) (laughs) I'm really proud of that one. Okay, but here's the thing. I know where it is in Houston and there are some like underground. I'm saying. So. Y'all. This is is, crazy because Houston is like. This is a PSA. If you think there aren't secret tunnels everywhere, there are. Incorrect. Incorrect. Like there was literally a secret tunnel at the location of our own job, our old job building. What? Yeah, from the parking garage into the building. There's an underground pathway. What? Yeah, you didn't know that. No, I never parked in the parking garage. Well, no, you know what? It's probably filled in now because well, they is, tore it is that parking garage the, down. They have the like mm-hmm. when you go into like the basement that's next to the elevator. Yeah, that's because there was a secret tunnel that led from the parking uh, garage into Why? the building. If you're down there at night, I I went through there like a lot um really? lot big a hopping spot for cricket suicides like they go there to die yeah that's it was full of crickets all the time but but yeah so if you don't think there are secret tunnels there are yeah you should be aware and also if anyone is going to um libra do this book tour in houston or oh my gosh i totally forgot the name of the book um the familiar yes the familiar um and if you know of anyone who would like to sell their ticket or <laughs> if you just, like, want to be like, oh, my gosh, and majority, like, we honestly might wait outside because of sleep right No, literally. You're like, oh, my gosh, you guys, and majority, I was just in there and be like, oh, my gosh, yes, we are. Oh, my I'm gosh. I'm so glad you listened to the podcast. Um, <laughs> tell Lee how much we love her and about this podcast. Um, and she would actually probably like, get annoyed with it because we're like, Lee, where'd you go? Lee. Um... But yeah, so if any of y'all are going to be at the Houston show, hopefully we'll see you there. I know, we'll see. We're on the waiting list. We're on the wait list. We'll see. Anyway, rule of wolves. Rule of wolves. Let's get kicking. Yeah. First chapter opens up with, how how do we want to pronounce it? I was thinking it was Queen Maki. Okay, that's also what I thought. Okay. So Queen Maki, and we're like, huh? Who was that? I don't know her. And we know we loves to have the first chapter mm-hmm. in any of her, in, well, in, in the last, the past yes. four books. After Shadow and Bone, she likes to start her books with an outside perspective that we probably won't be getting again mm-hmm. to set like the tone in the scene. Yes. Um, and so we learned that Queen Maki is um, the queen of um, Shuhan. Mm-hmm. And so she's Princess Aerie's sister. Yeah. Like, oh, and so the book opens up, and she's in a meeting with all her like dignitaries, mm-hmm. and yada yada. And she's poised. She's has everything together. Um, but inside, she's she's like she's like she's like the gif of like the white woman tearing the curtains off her wall. <laughs> yeah. 
Um, she's internally screaming. She's so mad. She's upset. Because she has an invitation for the wedding of Nikolai Lansov and Princess Avery. And you're like, well, this is tricky, tricky, tricky. I noticed this. Oh, no. You're so fine. No, this is tricky, tricky. Because I noticed... I read the invitation this time because the first time I read this book, I was like, oh, my gosh. And I read it again. And it says, quote, that Nikolai and Ari, quote, would welcome Queen Maki Kirtaban to a celebration of matrimony in the royal chapel of Osaka. That's a mystery tool that will come in handy later. But she's like that conniving little whore. Yeah, because um, she she's like... Sorry. The wedding's supposed to take place in a month, and so she's thinking, like, oh, my gosh. Like, well, and remember that Avery struck a bargain with her sister to disappear. Yes. Allegedly. To kill Nikolai. Mm-hmm. Or facilitate Nikolai's death. And then to disappear into a simple life. Uh, and so... So she gets this invitation. She's like, huh? That was not the plan. Um, and so she goes into her, like, royal chambers, and one council member um is there follows her in i don't like him uh no and oh also one of the council members is like we don't see any message specifically from airy like are we sure she's okay are we sure mm-hmm. she's alive um mm-hmm. like okay she's she's stewing over her anger and so she's just kind of like yeah. Let's, let, i need to get out of here um and so she goes into her royal chambers and mm-hmm. her min- there's a minister, Minister Your Way. Yeah, Your Way, I would say. Yeah, well, it is his way. <laughs> or the highway, baby. <laughs> <laughs> um, and it's only them two there and they go out onto the balcony because Ari, or sorry, Maki knows that that is the only place that people like won't be listening. Mm-hmm. And she looks out onto the gardens of the palace and she sees her niece, Akeni, mm-hmm. um, who's playing with the son of one of the gardeners. Um, and she knows that she's like happy to see who she has. Um, she has, she favors her niece and knows yeah. that her niece will probably be the next in line uh, for the thing. Yeah. And she also notes, quote, Maki, um, if Maki didn't conceive daughters with one of her consorts, she had, she had decided Akeni would one day inherit the crown. I'm like, slay for her. No, honestly. Consorts. What a modern woman. Slay. Um, <laughs> and so, Akeni is in the garden, shout, yells out, I'm Maki. Um, and uh, they have like a little rapport. And you can tell that she yeah. cares very deeply for her niece and asks her to bring, um, Maki asks Akeni to bring her a plum mm-hmm. from back in the garden. And she's, tells her to get a plum because it's further in the garden. It's going to take them some time. And so that way they won't interrupt the conversation Yeah, in your way. Um, and uh, your way's like, hey, um, Aries alive. <laughs> like, <laughs> hmm. what? And so at that, Maki grabs the, pi- the picture of... Well, she thinks about doing a lot of these oh, things. Yeah, sorry. She thinks about like throwing a big fit and tearing the room apart. But all she actually does is just... <sighs> <laughs> and kind of seethe. Yeah. And takes her crown off. Mm-hmm. And you're always like, yeah, she's not supposed to be alive. Um, and Maki is thinking that her sister, Princess Avery, is most beloved of the people and she's precious and she just doesn't understand why the people love her sister mm-hmm. so much. She's just ordinary. Like, all she does is play the guitar. Yeah. All she does is eat hot chip and lie. <laughs> <laughs> why do they like her? Oh. 
Um, and so in Maki's head, she's going over the actual mm-hmm. plan that um, uh, that both Avery and Nikolai should be dead, and Theodore was going to be blamed for it. And mm-hmm. This would have given Shuhan a chance to take over Ravka, and she would essentially rule over both Shuhan and Ravka. Yeah, it was a pretty neat little, and like didn't have the power of all of Ravka's Grisha mm-hmm. in the Kurgood program to Not then good. go forward and conquer Ferida. Like it was a pretty neat little plan to conquer the world in one little move. Cool motive. Still murder. Um, it was a good plan, yeah. but she's not a good person. No. Uh, and she even notes that she had chosen Mayu, um, mm-hmm. the uh, member of Prince a- Princess Ares Tavregard, really mm-hmm. well because she used Mayu's twin as leverage. Mm-hmm. Mayu knew she was going to die, but she had figured out that her brother was part of the Kurgood program. And mm-hmm. so Maki was like, hey, if you do this, like, we'll get him out. Yeah. Which is probably a lie, but... Absolutely. You know. um, and so uh, she's thinking, like, okay, plan didn't work. What now? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and she tells that her minister that it feel, that invitation feels like a trap. Um, but they don't know... And he's like, well, maybe they actually fell in love. Um, and Maki's like, don't be stupid. <laughs> um, and yeah. He's like, maybe they love each other. <laughs> She's like, you idiot. <laughs> Shut the hell up. <laughs> maybe they love each other. Yeah. And maybe I'll throw you off of this balcony. Like, right. This was a good, I had missed this. The Maybe the first two times I read it is that Maki was supposed to be a twin, mm-hmm. but her brother was stillborn and her nursemaid was like, you stole his strength. And then Maki was like, hell yeah. Red yeah, line. I did. Red That's line. such a red flag. Yeah. Um, and Maki also notes that even though Mayu was part of uh, Princess Aerie's personal top regard, like they still followed what the queen said. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, your way makes like a little comment. Um, and she's like, yeah, well, quote, she, Maki tells him, quote, men who see too much have a way of losing their eyes. Mm. And he tells her, yeah, and queens who trust too little have a way of losing their thrones. Mm. And she's like, what do you mean? And so we learn this was insane reading it again. I, I like, know. I know. Reading it again, I was like, oh my oh gosh. My um, so we learn that only Maki and Yurway know the truth. Um, when Maki and Aries' mother, who was queen, was mm-hmm. dying, um, she had chosen Avery as her heir instead of Maki. Mm-hmm. And any queen is able to choose their next heir, but Maki had been, she thought she had earned that right because she's the oldest yeah. and it had been the oldest for generations. It's like Shuhan is very matriarchal in that like the empress, the queen has the final say on everything. And so she could choose any female like in her line to be her successor. It didn't have to be the oldest but it mostly was. And um, her mom makes Maki promise that it would be Aerie on the throne and she promises um, and Yurway was her mom's oldest advisor and like mm-hmm. as her mom is dying, she's wondering, Maki is wondering if her mom realized what she and your way had been doing, setting up the Tavagar, or not Tavagar, the mm-hmm. Kurgan soldiers. And they had been they've been cons- they had been conspiring behind her mother's back. Yeah. Um, in anticipation of her taking the throne. Uh and Maki asked her mom, like, why I, it should be me. Like I, mm-hmm. I I'm prepared for it. And her mom's like, yeah. But you're kind of a bitch. <laughs> no, she really is. She's like, yeah, but you're not a nice kid. Mm-hmm. Like, you're mean. And she's like, 
what we want is what the country needs. And you don't understand that. You don't understand the sacrifice that it takes to be a ruler in yeah. this country. She's like, you just fought war and that's not what we need. Uh, and so she promises. And when her mother passes, Maki asks her away, should like, are you going to tell Ari or am I? And he's like, what do you mean? And so they just <laughs> bury it under the rug because they were the only two they, allegedly in the room. Yeah, they were the only two witnesses. Yeah. And so they're like, okay. And then they made a plan to take out Avery. Yep. Um, and uh, so now back in present time, Maki's like, you know what? I'll see her get married, but I got to send a message. Mm-hmm. Um, and they have a little bit of back and forth. And then you're away like, stops talking and Mark's like what is it and mm-hmm. all of a sudden a shadow is moving towards them in the garden in the orchards mm-hmm. and they're like oh my gosh what is it and Maki's like Akeni get back here like you have to come back now um and she's like oh no like I'm picking plums I'll come back she's like no you have to come back here now but it was too late mm-hmm. and the Akeni and the gardener's son are both just obliterated by the yeah by the so this like tide of darkness. It's like the I don't feel so good, Mr. Stark moment. Tell me I'm wrong. I can't. Exactly. It is. It really is. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it stops like right after it takes the kids, essentially. Mm-hmm. Um and uh like Maki is mourning the loss of a Kenny. So you can yeah. tell she did, but now it's almost like she, because of this, she's going to that was her last tangible tie with humanity. Pretty much, yeah. Like she's conniving, but like she loved that yeah. that little girl and was like planning for her. Yeah. And that's the end of chapter one. No, chapter two. Chapter two is a Nina's <sighs> Okay. Here's the thing. Uh-huh. Remember, I had my grabs with Nina in the last one. Yeah. In the first few chapters, it's like, oh, like, okay, okay. Um. So we'll see how it goes from here. I don't know how it goes. Mm-hmm. Um. So do you? <laughs> Maybe not. I don't know. Or listeners. Listeners. Um. Okay. Um, so they're in Jerholm, which is the capital of Fyrda. Um mm-hmm. and uh they're at the ice court. Yeah. Or, sorry, not at the ice court no. currently, but they're in Jerholm. They're but they're around the ice court because that's where Brum and his family live and how wild. Oh my gosh. And Nina's like <laughs> <laughs> um and she has the voices in her head again. Mm-hmm. Um but she notes that she doesn't feel like she belongs here, that she's out of mm-hmm. place. Not only here, mm-hmm. but Emila Yonderstock's body, that mm-hmm. it doesn't feel like her, it's not her, she doesn't feel comfortable. And she's like, I shouldn't be at the ice court. Mm-hmm. Like, I was, last time I was here, I was with my friends and we got in and we yes. successfully did it. I had to take Jerda or I had to take Karen, but like, mm-hmm. this isn't me. We're just gonna ignore that for now. And Nina notes that like she had been charmed by Jerome. It's like um, mm-hmm. what it's uh, quaint. Copenhagen? Yeah, yeah. It's like, like, cute little colorful houses. It's pretty. Know? It's, it's like, like oh how 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 domestic. Yes, like so cute. How lovely. But yeah. then you realize this like being so beholden to like traditional values. Mm-hmm. Can't sometimes it's good. Mostly it's bad. It's very bad. Um, and so Nina knows that she's having a hard time, but Han is also having a really hard time because mm-hmm. now she's back with her parents and under the watchful eye of her parents. Yep. Um, and they're in the like little market days, essentially. Yeah. Uh, 
in Dear Home. And Ilva, who is Hannah's mom and yeah. Ron's wife, is like, Nina, Hannah, don't go too far. Um, so good. Thank you. And I was like, oh my gosh, I'm a freaking adult. <laughs> yeah. She's like, I'm 19, mom. And Ilva's like, Stay in my eyesight. Yeah, no, she really is. <laughs> if I can't see you, you can't see me. <laughs> um, and so they're over there. And at one point, Hannah tells Brown, she's like, Dad, they're like, it looks like mm-hmm. they're on the show. Can we watch it? He's mm-hmm. like, mm, it might be one of those those church trips. <laughs> bring, bring philandering. No, honestly, <laughs> honestly. Um, Lord. thinking... God, I freaking wish. <laughs> <laughs> How nice would that be? Yeah. And he was like, oh, Charles, it's fine. It's wholesome. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> um, and so they go over and watch the show. Um, and Brum, like, notes, oh, gosh, this place has just turned into... Mm-hmm. It's it's turned into the devil. It's turned into the devil. This used to be a good town, a real town. We used to be a proper country. <laughs> they just let go of this tradition here. Um, and uh, Brum notes that uh, two nights prior to where they are now, mm-hmm. a shop was raided and they had found relics to an alleged sun saint um, and mm-hmm. um and the place was burned. And Brown is like, these people, they're heretics, they're claiming that Grisha are mm-hmm. favored by Joe, and blah, 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 blah. And Nina, when he says that, Nina's heart hurts. Yeah. Because she remembers what Matthias said, and she knows that he had said exactly that. And she also notes that, um, like, her friendship with Hana has helped, and the mission that she's on and what she's done to help the women the Grisha mm-hmm. women has helped heal that wound but it's mm-hmm. always going to be there and she's like it, it she's she's thinking that it the pain is always going to be there which it is it's grief mm-hmm. um but she's like his life was stolen from him um and he never was able to to find his purpose and then his like voice in her head says quote i served it my love i protected you to the very end <laughs> Bitch be crying in the closet. It's me. It's me. <laughs> Y'all know how I Okay. And so Nina's like, moving on. Like, can we get some sweet water? Because they can't drink booze in public as women. Yeah, because it's a pious place, whatever. Um, <laughs> and so they go over to this, like, little honey water stand. And the seller's like, oh, my gosh, Commander Brum, mm-hmm. here's some drinks for your family. No charge. Mm-hmm. You know, you got to keep up your strength and protect us. And Nina notes that the guy has, like, tattoos on his arms. Yeah. Like, Maybe he was a sailor. Maybe something else. I don't mm-hmm. know. Which, like, you know, Brum would have been like mm, tattoos. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, so you know it. Yeah. Um, and she, Nina's also thinking about how much she just hates Brum, but is also just mm-hmm. happy that, like, because he's bald still. He still has a <laughs> scar from where she like scalped him. Too. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but then she's also thinking like maybe I shouldn't have listened to Matthias he wanted me to show mercy to his people Mm -hmm. but then maybe if I if I if I hadn't shown mercy like would he still be alive like she's questioning this and I feel like she should have questioned this in the last one I agree whatever (laughs) (laughs) but she's still feeling big feelings yes (laughs) yes and so she she forces herself to remember that she is 
a spy for Lucretia in the second mm-hmm. army. She has to do her her job. Um, and so they go back to the show, and it was like, you see, it's such a wholesome show. It's, it's so, so good. good. And it's like a folk tale of Fjordan, like, myths and legends. Yeah. Um, and so Nina's like, is describing what the story is supposed to be and how yeah. Joe is supposed to come and save him at the end. But mm-hmm. at the end of this one, three people come up. And it's a girl in a white wig with antlers around her neck, a woman with black hair, or a woman in red paper roses, mm. and a blue gown and black hair. And Brown's like, what the hell is this? <laughs> this isn't gel. These this are is, women. This is... <laughs> this is not my good bearded... Not on my bearded server. <laughs> not my gel spirit country. <laughs> <laughs> um, He's out here making his make fear to great again hat <laughs> to hide his scar on the back of his head. <laughs> I'm dead. Um, He's triggered. <laughs> yeah, he is. Uh, and Brian's like, no more of this. And he has two Griscella who are following him, mm-hmm. um, like you know his little like guards, his own. And mm-hmm. Brian's like, you have to stop this. This is heresy. And the crowd mm-hmm. is like. You better leave him alone. Mm-hmm. Um, and then one woman's like, is this part of the play? <laughs> yeah, she's like, wow, wow audience <laughs> participation. This is incredible. Um, and Neil was like, we got, we, let's just go. Let's go. Um, and Brum is yelling, you guys have to get, everyone has to get out of here. Like, this is awful. And then thunder sounds. Mm-hmm. And someone, someone in the crowd is like, Jell is angry. And then someone else says, no, the saints are angry. And Brum's like, go on. He's like, get out of here. <laughs> um, and then all of a sudden, a wave, because they're on the harbor, mm-hmm. comes up and over the wall and hits Brum and the Driscala directly. And they fall. And Ilva is like, oh my gosh, y'all. And Hannah holds her back. She's like, he would not want you to, like, if you went to him, he would be weak and he would not want like, Yeah, you're right. And someone is like, oh my gosh. Song to Zoe brought the storm. She's mad <laughs> at you, like blah blah blah. And this, so they start to believe the saints, and people fall to their mm-hmm. knees in prayer. And he's like, "Get up!" Mm-hmm. Um, Pulling people up, and uh, he looks ridiculous. Yeah, um, he's like, "I'll arrest all of you um, for a peaceful protest." Hmm. Not even for a, a for a piece of media that they had permission to do there. Interesting. Interesting. Yeah. Um. And then Hannah like leans over to Nina. She's like, "Do you think we you went too far?" Um, and he's like, "Not <laughs> not far so enough." We learned that Nina had set this all up through the Ringspan network, um, and that the Tide Maker who brought the wave was actually the guy who sold them the sweet water. And the yeah, water. <laughs> and refused to take money for it. Yeah, and then um, all of a sudden, like while they're there, he parts the clouds in the sky mm-hmm. and shines a light directly onto the burned building um, that had the iconography of yeah. the saints. Um, and there was also, like, paint that had appeared that mm-hmm. said, quote, the children of jail are among you. And everyone's like, oh, my God. Which, to be fair, like, that, I'd be like... That's like... Because mm. there was, like, a secret message and he used the, like, dust that Nina gave to him to, like, make the message appear on the storefront. Um, it's like, a, if y'all have watched Dairy Girls, you need to watch Dairy Girls. Yes. Um, they're, like, they go, they're they're in Derry, Ireland, and they go to a Catholic church to pray before tests, and they're also chasing a dog um, <laughs> in that church. 
And while they're looking and pray, they're like about to pray, I think, mm-hmm. or maybe are looking for the dog. I don't know. They look at the statue of the Virgin Mary and they see tears running down her face, which is like a miracle. It's mm-hmm. a, like supposed to be considered a miracle in the Catholic church. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're like, oh my gosh, she's crying. Turns out the dog was just on the second floor <laughs> and peeing. <laughs> That's like kind of what this mm-hmm. is. <laughs> no, it really is. Uh, and so then Nina goes over all the different quote unquote miracles that mm-hmm. have happened throughout Fierda, um, and how people were starting more and more to believe in the saints. Yeah, um, But they were all um, like plot they're all action set up by the mm-hmm. ring scholar network um and it's all grisha who had done it yep so um at for and nina notes that at first she was like mm, i don't even know if it's doing anything but um the more it happened the more people were like believing it she's like oh, yeah cool, cool. like me um and brown kind of gets up and it's like i gotta take my family back to the ice court um <laughs> and he's so wet and he's like let's go <laughs> Slosh, slosh, slosh. <laughs> um, and then he tells the Buddhist get the names of all the performers. They will be going to jail. Yep. Everyone in the, in the crowd. And the Buddhist are like, the, he's like, I feel what he's He's like a housewife right now. He's like, <laughs> no, he really is. He's like, I'm sick. <laughs> I'm sick. He's like, like Grisha in my in my good ice court market. Grisha in the white veil. It's true. It's true. That's exactly how he's acting. Um, and he was thinking, <laughs> little do you know there are Grisha in your house, you idiots. <laughs> Um, and you know just like trying to calm him down mm-hmm. okay you know what I am a little reactive maybe I should just chill out for a little bit let's just go mm-hmm. home um, and so they're like talking about it and mm-hmm. like yeah but there's there's fear in saints too and he's like mm-hmm. you're not going to <laughs> <laughs> um, he's like Brom tells me that fear and saints were holy men because of course they're holy men of course <laughs> Of course. And he's like, they're, they're not these demons. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and he's like, that Zoya Nazielinski, there's, there's something wrong with her. Yeah. And Hannah's like, is it because she's a woman and a general? Yeah, like, what? He's like, you can't even call her a woman. Wow. It's like, okay. Okay. Let's maybe have a look in the mirror because you, you've had your ass handed to you by at least one. Like so many times. And also, like, we know for a fact has, like, cheated on his wife multiple times. Yeah. Who, from what we have all seen of her, like, is very she's cool. lovely. Yeah. Um, and so then Brem also brings up, he's like, the apparatus presence here, like, disrupt <laughs> everything. So we learn. We're like, who? Yeah. Oops. Gross. The apparatus is in Pierda because he had, after Nikolai, like, was in the. Her, it was in purgatory. No, honestly. And he didn't know where he was. And the starless saint and like, blah, blah, blah. The apparatus like, mm, my chances here aren't doing great. Let's go to Fierda. And mm-hmm. I'm going to back um, Demidov and uh, as, as the real heir to land. Every time I hear Demidov, I think of Doug Demidov. Demidov. Yes. Demidov. Demidov. Yes. I'm like, really? That's who the apparatus is backing? Um, and Hannah's like, he smells awful. <laughs> but damn, he stinks. Um, he does smell terrible. Yeah, Brunswick, it's just incense, but he's like 
doesn't like mm-hmm. him either. Which you know he'd have to be really bad for Brum to Yeah, to be like, I don't know. He's not the worst, but I don't like him. Um and uh Nina's like, where did he come from? Like, I hope we get to meet him. Um and she asks mm-hmm. Brum if if um Demidov is a real Lansov. He's like, I don't know, but he has more mm-hmm. kind of a crown than bastard Nikolai. I'm like, okay. I'm like, keep his name out your mouth, yeah. first of all. Mm-hmm. Um and uh as they get back to the ice core they're getting out of the coach and mm-hmm. someone brings Brum a seal with the royal or a letter with the royal seal <laughs> and Brum looks super happy and Nina's like oh like, uh-oh. um he's like okay it's time and Ilva's like oh, I guess you'll be going uh, I will wait for you and pray for you mm-hmm. so worried for your safety he's like no there's nothing to worry about you know like this is our time we're going to make mm-hmm. beer to great again um, like literally, that's kind of like what he's saying. Um, mm-hmm. and Nina's saying, yeah, well, they have tanks, that is true. Um, and so she knows that they're going to storm Ratka. Like, yeah, kind of like it's time. The war is starting. Ratka. And she's thinking, oh, I should be there to help my people. Mm. Hmm. Interesting, Nina. Yeah. And then Brum's like, Nina, you look so frightened. Why are you frightened? Don't you don't you know that I can wreck shit up? Yeah. She's like, Oh, I'm just I'm just so scared for your safety. But here, let me take your coats. You guys deserve to spend every minute you can together as a family. And Ilva's like, Oh, Nina, like sweetheart. Ilva's a sleigh. Ilva is a sleigh. We like Ilva. Brum? No. Yeah. Um, and so Nina takes his coat because he put the letter in his pocket. And so mm-hmm. she's like, I gotta get a note to my king. I gotta get out of here. Okay. And on to chapter three. And it's in Nikolai's point of view. Our thing. Um, and so it starts, he's on a horse. And you're like, where's he going? <laughs> where's he going? <laughs> he was just back in the palace. <laughs> he's had a lot he's, to do. He's already on the move again. He does not take rest. And I hope he does get a day to like sleep in. No, honestly. Like, he deserves that. Um, and, uh, as he's walking, um, he tells whoever he's with, he's like, quote, tell me I'm not seeing what I think I'm seeing. And mm-hmm. Tamar, like, Tamar is there. She's mm-hmm. like, what are you seeing? And, uh, he tells her, like, mm, destruction. Mm-hmm. So I was like, meh. So Tolia, Tamar, Nikolai, and Zoya are mm-hmm. all riding together. Um, and Nikolai looks at Zoya and he notices mm-hmm. that she has a dark blue ribbon tying her hair back. Um, and he's like, oh, yeah. And he knows it's super practical. We're on a horse, like, mm-hmm. whatever. But damn, I really want to untie that ribbon. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and so they're in a town called Yareninosh. Yareninosh. Yarianosh. Yarianosh. Maybe. Yarianosh. That's fun. That's fun. It's quirky. I don't know. Um, kind of incorrect. I'm so sorry. Um, I'm just gonna call it Yarianosh. Um, Yarianosh. 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 Yeah. Whatever. They're in a town. Yeah, they're in a town. Little town. It's a quiet village. Because everything died. And it's quiet <laughs> because all is dark. It's a dark and <laughs> place. <laughs> um, oh no! Anyways, uh, so they're going, and the blight, as they called it, again, like very marble. Um, <laughs> essentially, what had happened in Shuhan, uh, 
the shadow just kind of destroying pieces of earth and people had happened in this mm-hmm. town. Um, and they know that it's at least two miles um, and it's bigger than what happened in Balakarev. And so we know that it's happened in more places and whatever. Multiple times. Mm-hmm. Um, and so they're thinking, well, it's a pattern. This, it definitely has to do with him. Mm-hmm. He who shall not be named. And by he who shall not be named, we mean the Darkling. We mean Yuri's body. <laughs> Uncle Alex. Uncle Alex is bad. <laughs> he's really. Well, bad. he's in Yuri's body. He's Uncle Alex the Virgin. <laughs> <laughs> And that's another contender for episode title. <laughs> that's funny. Um, but yeah. So Uncle Alex is kind of back. Logs the version of that. <laughs> um, and so they're like, yeah, maybe it doesn't have anything to do with him. And then they're like, we know it does. I'm like, let's not play like, with yeah. ourselves. Well, wait, pause. I was going to say, let's not play with ourselves here. But I was like, I mean, you shouldn't. But that's also not what I meant to say. Goodness. Let's not kid ourselves here. There we go. There we Peace go. <laughs> I could say that phrase that you hate, but I'm not going to. Thank you. Um, and so while they're talking about this, they hear angry voices. Um, and Zoya notes that there's Suli wagons in the distance, and then there is a gunshot. So they all like race on their horses down this hill. And there's two groups of people. It's one group of, of Suli travelers with their wagons, and the wagons were slated to like for defense, and there's no kids out mm-hmm. they're running to fight. Because historically they have not been welcome. They have been friendly yeah. against in every sense of the word. And even yeah. though like restrictions for Sulis had been eradic- eradicated. Yeah. yeah. Eradicated way before even Nikolai's dad's time, mm-hmm. the prejudice was still there. There's still that. Those happens, superstitions and those hates. and Which happens with marginalized and underrepresented groups. It does. It does. It's, it's here. Yes. And so Nikolai goes up and he's like, stop. And no one listens. <laughs> and we're <tired. laughs> And then Tolia rides between the two groups um, on his horse. And everyone's like, okay, we'll stop. Okay. <laughs> um, we'll, we'll listen to that guy. Yeah. <laughs> He's scary. He says, lay down your arms. And you know what the first thing that came to my mind was? What? Lay down your burdens. <laughs> oh, my goodness. <laughs> oh, oh, man. I went to a Christian school. <laughs> I mean, Tolia definitely went to a Christian school. Yeah, he did. Um, or no, the, what is their religion? My son's saint school. Yeah, that's what he did. Um. That he's actually going in there singing now. <laughs> um, and Nicola's like, oh, that was slay, slay. <laughs> he really oh, is. And Tamara's like, why are you going to be like that? <laughs> um, and so everyone takes a step back. And Nikolai notes the local governor, um, Governor Mirov. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, he also notes that this guy had kind of risen to power relatively quickly. And mm-hmm. he had something to prove, which is really dangerous. That's a dangerous combo. Mm-hmm. And so Nicola makes jokes. He's like, are we all gathering for breakfast? <laughs> um, and Mirab was like, your highness, um, I did not know I w- you were here. I would have gone to meet you. And he's like, what's happening? What's going on? Yeah. And one of Mirab's guests is like, well, what did they do to our fields? Look what they did to our town. What do they think? That, what does he think the Suli people did? No, literally. Like, it's what? Fear turns Yes. Yes. Idiots. It's true. Um, and... Uh, they had called the people were calling it Hilly Klava, vampire. Yeah. Um, like, and Nikolai's like, yeah, 
why that literally what you just told me, like mm-hmm. blaming them for all this, does not explain why it doesn't make sense. You're pointing guns at them. Yeah. Uh, and Mira was like, their camp was untouched. It stopped right at their camp. So obviously it was them. Uh-huh. Um, this is our land. And Snoopy Man is like, your land. I've been here before. You're any of y'all were here. And so they have like a back and forth. And yeah. Mira calls them, quote, accursed people. Um, and Nikolai's like, mm, actually, no. Um, mm-hmm. Also, this is not the only place that it's happened at. It's happened other places. Mm-hmm. They don't have anything to do with it. I've got my. I've got my best guys on it. It's totally natural. Yeah. It's not. (laughs) But, you know, he's trying to placate. Yes. Um, And uh, one of them is like, oh, they are trespassing on this council land. And Nikolai's like, well, I gave him that land. And I'm saying, Mm -hmm. here. So are you going to defy me? And one guy's like, says, quote, so says the bastard king. And, and everyone's quiet. everyone's like, what? What did you just say? Oh, oh shit! Bring some thunder over. Uh huh. Um, and Nikolai's like, it's okay. Um, what did you just say? And he's like, I don't think I heard you. Yeah. And so the guy is like, I called you this, and he repeats. Yeah, he says it with his whole chest. Um, and he's like, you shouldn't, you shouldn't sit on that fancy horse. And it's funny because at the beginning of the chapter, Nikolai notes that like. His it's kind of a janky horse. Yeah, it's a, it, the name of the horse is Punchline, <laughs> like <laughs> which I love. She's going through it. Um, and if I was like, "Oh my gosh, you called the fancy Punchline." Um, like, wow. Okay. Um, why do you call me a bastard? Is it because our <laughs> he's literally <laughs> using like a professional sales approach yeah. to like what makes you think that? Yeah. And everyone's like, oh my gosh, this guy's with our enemies. Like, like he, he is. Everybody's oh like, gosh. oh, shoot. And Nikolai's like, do you, do you follow Fjordans now? Do you call, like, are you, are you going to speak Fjordan? Mm-hmm. And Mira's like, no, no. Um, and uh, so they go back and forth and whatever. And the guy's mm-hmm. like, I'm not a traitor. And, and even the governor's like, mm, you kind of sound like uh-huh. Um, he's like, no, I was a soldier. Like, my son will be a soldier. Blah, blah, blah. Uh-huh. And so Nikolai, you know, banters with him as soldier to soldier or whatever. Yeah. And so um, uh, then one of them says something about a Grisha, mm-hmm. um, like putting the Grisha at the front of the line. And yeah. Sia uses her powers to strike some lightning, which Sly. Honestly. And she's like, I will be at the front of the lines defending my country because it's an honor for me to do that. Mm hmm. Uh, and they're like, oh, yeah, we're back. I'm so sorry. It's not going to be. But then Mirav is like, somebody has to answer for this. And Zoya pops off again. Yeah. Um, she's like, okay, if someone has to answer for this, then what about the droughts? What about hurricanes? What about earthquakes? What about tornadoes? What about all the mm-hmm. disasters? It's all this is. Like, are you stupid or something? No, basically. And they're like, oh, like, but then Nikolai notes there's a Suli woman who's staring at Zoya. <laughs> She's kind of going, huh, at Zoya. Um, and then the woman tells Zoya, Kaj Pabay. Mm-hmm. And Nikolai is wondering what that means. Um, and uh, so then Nikolai tells the Suli people, I know it's there's no way to to compensate you for all the troubles that you've been mm-hmm. through, but I would like to have a discussion and see what, what we could do to, to ease some of this. Mm-hmm. Um, and so Zoya tells him that she'll speak to the governor. So Zoya quickly like bristles away with Governor Mirov. Yeah. Um, and Nikolai is left like, to discuss hmm. with the Suli people. Yep. Yeah. And he's like, that, 
was weird. She hates diplomacy. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then he asks the Suli woman what she told Zoya. Yeah. He's like, mm, she and she basically says, "Yeah, that's none of your business." Yeah. Uh, and he does tell the Suli that it might be best for them to move on tonight. Um, he can only offer so much, but mm-hmm. what he can't offer, they they won't want. And the guy confirms, like, "Yeah, we don't want that." Yeah. Um, and so they're going to move. And well, also when Nikolai asks the Suli woman what she said to Zoya, he's like, "You said something to General Nazielinski." And the Suli woman's like, Nazielinski, okay, sure, <laughs> sounds fake, but okay. <laughs> um, and uh, then she calls him poor Renzi at the end. He's like, "Yeah, yeah, I know what that means." <laughs> that in reverse happened to me in one of my classes. What? Um, one of my professors was talking about someone she knew uh, who was Filipino and I was like oh I'm Filipino and she literally went Jordan and said my last name which is at like a very at the time not now I'm married now but at the very time honestly you could say it no honestly I could say it because it was yeah it was seven she went Jordan Smith is Filipino and I was like, yeah, this crazy thing called colonialization <laughs> happened. And I was like, yeah, I am. She was like, huh, okay. And I'm like... Was it the professor you hate? Yes. Uh, I knew it. I knew it. Yes, it was. Um, but I'm like... And for the, for the subject she teaches, I'm like, really? You're going to bring that energy to me? Interesting. Interesting. I know. I know. I know. Gosh, that's insane. So well, it's no good. <laughs> if you feel empowered to do so and you like don't have fear of repercussions, not that you should be fearful of repercussions, but mm-hmm. sometimes, you know, you have to be hesitant about it. Stand up for mm-hmm. yourself and microaggressions and straight mm-hmm. up aggressions. Like that is something we have both learned, I think, yes. in undergrad that like don't be afraid to stand up and speak out. Yes. We have both been through incidences and maybe lost our voice for a little bit. I know I did. Yeah. I mean, I didn't know what to do when she said that to me. I was kind of like, yeah. You know what the U.S. Navy is, right? <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> That's why a lot of half Filipino people have military backgrounds. Yeah. Hmm. Um, you should so, know that. Yeah. For what you teach. Hmm. Huh. But no, yeah, stand up and don't let people talk to you. Yeah, that you way. You don't deserve that. No, absolutely not. My mom. Mo- also, if anyone ever says anything, just be like, "What do you mean by that?" Exactly. And then they're they're a god. My mom had a student <gasps> once who, so like, she had like a slideshow of pictures going on her her laptop, and it was a picture of our whole family. And this kid was like, "That's your husband?" And she was like, "Yeah." They went, "What is he?" And she said, oh, he's Filipino. And he was like, oh, so how did you name your kids? By throwing a box of silverware down the stairs? And she got him uh, suspended. Oh, my God. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. She said, that's really racist and hurtful and rude. And you're going to the principal's office now. And he was like, it was just a joke. It was just when she's like, yeah, that's my family. So that's not a joke to me. And you shouldn't be doing that. Again, if anyone is ever like, it's a joke. No, no it's not. Why yeah. is it funny? I don't think it's funny. Explain it to me. Yeah. I heard a whole thesis about hipster racism. Yes. And how it's still racist. Mm-hmm. I, did I ever tell you my mom had a parent one time come into her classroom and was like, 
super upset. She's like, you're treating my kids disrespectfully. Like, you are racist against half Mexican, half white. That's hilarious. My mom is white. My dad is Hispanic. <laughs> and this was, um, no, it was after they were married. Yeah. But, yeah. Um, my mom is very clearly white. And she's like, you're racist against these kids because mm-hmm. they're mixed. And my mom's like, well, I got two at home. So. <laughs> and Lee was like, uh, 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 uh. Well, I, and I was like, your kids are just very. You just have <laughs> bad kids. <laughs> like, anyway, it's true. If you feel comfortable enough, don't let anyone talk down to you. I know it can be a scary. It's really thing. scary. It's anxiety inducing. If you need to vent, if you need, and well, I don't know how much advice we can offer. Yeah, we are always happy to be a soundboard. Yeah, to do that, but we never want anyone to feel. That their power has been stripped from. Exactly. So stand up for yourself if you feel comfortable. Yeah. If you need encouragement, we'll be your cheerleaders always. If you need to call and yell at someone, also that. I'll do it. If you need a strongly written email, I got Jordy you. Jordy is a slave for emails. <laughs> Let me tell you. One of my friends on Facebook was like, How do I tell my coworker respectfully that she's got me 50 shades of effed up? <laughs> and I wrote something. <laughs> Anytime I need help with an email or an essay or anything, I'm like, Jordy, please help. I like it. I it's fun. <laughs> this is book six. <laughs> In the series. Page seven. I can't count. <laughs> what is I'll do the reading. You do, do the, the counting. <laughs> And then together we have half a brain cell. We got it. Oh my goodness. Anyway. Anyway. <laughs> um, oh my gosh. Where were we? <laughs> Nikolai's basically like, hey, I saw that lady was trying to talk to you. What'd she say? And Zoya's like, I don't know. I don't speak Suli. And Tamar looks at her and like, fake. Be so for real. <laughs> yeah, be so for real right like, now. You understood what she said. And so I was like, oh my gosh, shut up. Like, don't be stupid. Mm-hmm. Um, and so they kind of move on from that conversation. Mm-hmm. Um, and Zoe tries to change the subject. <laughs> Pretty totally much. Goes, You're trying to change the subject. <laughs> <laughs> um, but they go back to the Darkling and how this is mm-hmm. a connection to him. And they're like, we did this. Mm-hmm. We're to blame here. Yeah. They feel really guilty about it when they should not. No. But, you know. Um, and... Uh, Nikolai is like, okay, well, Elizabeth was defeated. Like, three saints straight up died. Like, the oldest of them. Yeah. Um, and the most powerful of them. And I still have the demon inside of me. Mm-hmm. So, big bummer. Not great. Um, anyway. Uh, <laughs> so, Nikolai is, like, forcing himself to take blame. Yeah. And like, how do we stop it? And Zoe's like, we literally just have to kill Uncle Alex. Like, it's really... <laughs> It's like, really not that hard. That's all we have to do. No, that's what you always say. And she's like, that's why it's always right. Yeah. And Toya's like, you can try to always buy again. I've been reading. And Zoya immediately tells him, no, he almost died last time. Because she's protected. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Zoya looks to Nikolai and she's like, please tell me you've talked to Princess Aerie. Because y'all are getting married. And he's like, mm, No. <laughs> and then he's like, I've just been really busy mm-hmm. with some other things. Um, so no, I haven't. I, mm-hmm. I haven't chatted. And he notes that like she is in a very well kept dungeon. Yeah, she's in a beautiful room with anything she could ever want, but it's still. A but dungeon. she has no freedom to leave or go. Yeah, and all the top guards are also being held. Yes, um, 
And so they're going back and forth. And Zoe's like, well, I think Avery would be a good queen. And Nikolai is looking at her, hoping that she's, like, jealous. And, and she gives him a little side eye, mm-hmm. but not a lot. Yeah. Um, and so they're just kind of thinking, okay, well, we got to do something. Um, and then as as they're writing back, a writer, like, rides up to them with a message. And he tells mm-hmm. them that someone arrived from Los Alta. Um, they have a message from the termite. And we know mm. the termite is, is not Zoya. The termite is, is Nina. Nina. Um, and that she sent them the message that the Erdans are going to war. Mm-hmm. And so they're like, okay, we got to do this. Um, and uh, they also know that he has to, they have to meet with Hiram Shank from mm-hmm. Kirch. Because um, he kind of goes down <clears throat> the last book and he's gross. Yeah, he is gross. Um, and so Nikolai's like, all right, well, we got to be ready. Um, you know, let's have a party. Yep. Uh, and we'll see what happens. Yep. That's the end of chapter three. Then before point of view, <sighs> he wakes up, Hannah wakes her up, she's like shaking her awake, um, and he mm-hmm. was dreaming of Matthias, or was dreaming of, of Trassel, mm-hmm. um, and Matthias, and she was having a nightmare, she was like covered in sweat, mm-hmm. uh, and Hannah's like, oh my gosh, someone from the convent is here. Um, and he was like, and he was like, who is it? She's mm-hmm. like, I don't know. My mom said for us to come down because the lady's like refusing to talk to anyone until we like go down there. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we get like a flashback of what happened, a recounting of the details mm-hmm. that happened at the end of King of Scars. If y'all would like to recount that, it was like the last two episodes. Yeah, it's like <laughs> go back and listen yeah. to our last two episodes. Um, and uh, so they're like, what could it possibly be? Like, did someone catch us? Did we do this? Well, yeah. Not. Um, and so they go, I'm like skipping all. Yeah. It's not important. Um, and so they go out to the front room where, um, someone from a convent is waiting with Jarl and, uh, Iliba. Mm-hmm. Um, and, oh wait, actually this is important before they go there. Yeah. Hannah and Nina are like having a back and forth. Yeah. Um, and Hannah warns her, quote, be careful, Nina, don't become what my father claims you are. Because she can tell that this revenge is Mm -hmm. is coming into her mind. And she has a Mm -hmm. vendetta against Brum because she blames him for Matthias' death. Like, rightfully so. Yeah. But she thinks that it all boils down to him. Yeah. So they're having that. So anyway, they're back um, in this main room with Brum and his wife and Nina and Hannah. And there's a woman in middle age. And she's the new well mother. They didn't recognize her. So it wasn't the one who died. Mm-hmm. Um, that would be crazy. That would be so whack if it was the <laughs> old well mother. Um, and they're like, what happened to the old well mother? What's going on? And they're like, we think she was, Brum tells him, oh, we think she was in the, in the, the factory when they when hit. We think she was in the triangle shirt waste factory. <laughs> if it was a front for heroin babies. <laughs> She got unhinged. Yeah, she, they were like she was. She was in the accident, and he was like, "What was she doing there?" Oh my! And they're like, "Oh, um, laundry." You know, sometimes it, it goes through there. Mm-hmm. Well, she should have sent someone. Why does she have to personally attend oh to gosh, it? Oh, so sad. Um, and then the new well mother's like, "You ask a lot of questions." Mm-hmm. Like, I'm so sorry, I was not trained at the convent. This is where it shows, and and it's really embarrassing for me. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Hannah's like, "Papa, what is this about?" And Brum's like, "I don't know." She refused to tell us, which for him is a huge like, yeah, and didn't listen to what he told her to do. 
Which, like, in this case, I'm like, yeah. not great. No. But she's also, like, a woman of the cloth. And so, yes. like, it takes a lot for him to be like, I don't know what this bitch wants. Yeah. So, it's, like, really, that's... She's a nun, basically. Um, and Nina is thinking of, like, oh, well, the Wallmother says that, um, and with everything that happened, that the convent is, like, very strict mm-hmm. on, on privacy now. And that some things were found. Um, mm-hmm. And Nina's, like, thinking about again what happened and she's mm-hmm. also thinking about how much she had learned from Kaz. Yeah. Uh, which is kind of funny. Um and how what they did to just kind of change the tide in in this world. Yeah. Um yeah. Brum's like, okay, well mother, what does any of this have to do with <laughs> Okay. Mother? Well mother, if that is your real name. <laughs> um, <laughs> and the well mother's like, well we came across just a few things. <laughs> Um, some contraband, some icons, and, and uh, a heathen prayer book. And he was like, okay, like, they're young kids. I was I was a rebel, too, and that's how I ended up marrying a Dostal. Everybody travels in witchcraft sometimes. Yeah. Um, and we find out that Ilva was, is, was headjet. Yeah. Um, divine people from the north. So, mm-hmm. which I really loved that this was included because it's it's implied that yes, um, is part of like indigenous populations in mm-hmm. Canada, um, which that is very often overlooked when thinking about yes, Scandinavian yes, culture absolutely. Heritage. So I love that this was it was added in, um, and uh. Brem is like, okay, well, they can't be rebels. Um, mm-hmm. And the mother's like, you're right. Um, but, you know, I found uh, riding clothes in, in Hannah's room. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I also found some prayer beads and an icon of a saint. Um, mm-hmm. And Brem's like, that cannot be. Like, Hannah, you know, she's, she's been crazy, but like, she would never do this. And Hannah's like, no, no. Um, and then... Uh, the one that he's like, well, are you calling me a liar? <laughs> and he's like, I'm calling you a truth. <laughs> he really is. Um, so Anna, Hannah does confess that the writing clothes were hers. <laughs> and he was like, oh, Hannah, how could you? And she's like, mm-hmm. I'm not ashamed of it. Like, I I didn't know who I was then. Like, I was there for a really long time. And I've changed now. And like, mm-hmm. you can tell that my devotion to gel mm-hmm. has just increased. You know, I cut my hair. Like, I came back home. I know where I I know who I is. am and where I'm supposed to um, be. And, and the prayer beads are mine. Yeah. And she's like, yeah, the prayer beads, the beads in the prayer book are not mine. Um, and Brenda's like, were they found in her room? And the woman is like, well, no. No. But, um, and so Ilva, she's like, I'm so proud of you for being honest. Mm-hmm. Which is a good mom. She's a good Ilva mom. is a good mom. She's doing what she can. Um, and then the well mother's like, she tells her, she's like, you can, um, you may have the ear of Jeff. Quote, you may have the ear of Jeff. Bless you. Thank you. This quote. No, Brum is telling this to her. Oh, yeah. Sorry. Brum is telling the well mother, quote, you may have the ear of Jeff, but so the, do the Bruschella. So do not accuse my daughter again. That last part is boom. Um, and she does not even like. <laughs> she's not even. Uh, she is flapped. She's not. Yeah. Um, and so she's like, fine. Um, I will hear Hannah and uh, Mila's confessions before I go. And Mila's like, who's? Huh? Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, and so Hannah's like, I'll go first. <laughs> mm-hmm. And uh, goes into the little room to have her confession. And then Nina goes in. 
and they say like traditional greeting that mm-hmm. um and then the well mother instructs her to close the door and mm-hmm. she says quote hi nina what you're like what what, what just happened that's the end of chapter four and i just say you know we gave nina a lot of grief in the last book yeah we did these first two chapters are I'm pretty good are, are good nina. yeah it just goes off the rails here in a minute yeah. I'm holding on. I'm holding on. That's good. Keep holding on. Because you got me. Think it do. Make it do. Yeah. What was it? That was on Glee. <laughs> was it really? Yeah, it was like in the first season. And it was like. Bum, 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 bum. <laughs> <laughs> it's so good. Iconic. Um, anyway. Chapter 5. Because always been with you. <laughs> and so. Um, she is uh, in. Us Caribou City Hall waiting for Hiram Shank and he was late. He's not respecting her time. Yeah, and she's trying to stimulate Homer. Um, and uh, she's like, I shouldn't be here. Like, there's a war going on in Gia's front. Uh-huh. And Nikolai, we find that Nikolai sent her there, that like, she needed to find out what was going on. And, yeah. you know, she's the one who could do it. Um, and so they're worried about, like, maybe being attacked from the sea. And yeah. Nikolai assures her, like, nah, Storm Hans, the troop has got it. Um, and, uh, they, Zoya also told Nikolai to send Nina home. Mm-hmm. She's like, she has to come home. Like, this is enough. Yeah. But she knows that Nina has to be there right now. Yeah. For the intelligence for the safety of Ravka. Yeah. And so, uh, Zoya is also still has the, um, voice of the Suli woman in her head. Mm-hmm. Where the Suli woman told her, quote, we see you. You're like, what does that mean? That's crazy. Because I can see her too. <laughs> <laughs> We're seeing each other. That's crazy. That's how vision works. <laughs> I got eyes too, bitch. <laughs> uh, and so she's in the in El Scarabo with um, General Count. Sorry, not General. Count Curian. Weird still. Still, still weird to me. Um, and she's like, he's late. He's like, and she's like, oh my gosh, no. She's like, I'm tired of you. Yeah. Um, but she also notes that she can feel what Kierigan is feeling. So mm-hmm. with this new power that has been bestowed upon her by Juris and like mm-hmm. this ancient saint relic thing. Yeah. Um, she can feel things. She can he- she can feel other people. It's like she's an intense empath. Yes. She can also see like all of her she's having been heightened. Yes. Degree. She's also like having like an out of body experience where she's yeah. like looking at herself in third person almost. It's crazy. Um, and so uh, Zoya and Kirigan have like a back and forth, and Kirigan's like, What if we? She's like, No, no, like, no, no, hear me out. And he said, Unless, no. Um, and uh, he, she, he's like, Well, Zoya, what? And she's like, This is what you think is going to happen. You think you're going to whine and dine me. You think I'm gonna? I'm gonna you think you're gonna my, tell you my scars. yeah? I'm, you're not even gonna get to see my scars, homie. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have the time to make up a lie for you. He's like, oh, eh, okay. <laughs> she's like, she's like, there is no other me. There, there's yeah. not like this soft, sweet person underneath. What you see is what you get. Leave me alone. Honestly, like I feel like marrying Kiri would be a slay. Like he's. Stupid rich. <laughs> he's fun. He's friends with Nikolai. I feel like he's funky he fresh. In love with the woman who would like worship her. Yes. Like, yes. he's a slay. <laughs> 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 
But because uh, I love it when she admits to him, she's like, "You're you're really nice. You're cute. You're friendly." And he's like, "I am, I am." Yeah. She's like, "But if you ever do anything, like if you ever flirt with me again, I will punch you and also steal your shoes." Mm-hmm. And he's like, "My shoes? <laughs> um, My wee little boots?" <laughs> uh, and then all of a sudden, um, Hiram Shank comes in and he looks really happy, and that is like a blow to Zoya. And he has like crumbs on his like yeah suit like from eating and getting wined and dined. So he had been eating with Duke Ramadov of West Rapka. Mm-hmm. There had been talk of West Rapka <coughs> seceding. Seceding because they you know the fold separated East and West Rapka. Mm-hmm. It's like you know all that. Um and so they have a back and forth and Zoya's like People are dying while you're doing this. <laughs> People are dying, Kim. It's one of my favorite things. Um, and he's just going with the highest bidder, pretty much. Yeah. And so Kirigan is like, oh, here's some wine. Um, and kind of like ha- has small talk with him while Zoya composes herself. Mm-hmm. But Hiram Shank essentially tells them that, well, Zoya brings up the fact that some mm-hmm. boats have have been taken over um, mm-hmm. on the sea and he's like oh it's pirates crazy but it's the Ismarcia that they had to give yeah much, um because otherwise the courage were going to call in Rapka's debts yeah um which they cannot pay yes and so it's a back and forth with Zoya and Shank and he's like mm, we're not going to help Kirch is neutral in all these mm-hmm. situations you know war um changes uh the economy and so we just have to stay neutral but it's very clear that he, they're not staying neutral no He's just a piece of shit. They're going where the money is. Yes. Because um, they're church. That's what they do. Yeah. And so Zoe's like, well, oh my gosh, you're hoping that we're going to weaken Fierda a little bit. Um, mm-hmm. So you can go in and like do this. Mm-hmm. <sighs> it's a lot. And he's just, he he's there to waste time. Yeah, it's pretty much. Um, and uh, then he, uh, Shank brings up like, well, sorry. Zoe's like, you were going to... You know Nikolai's a good man. Like, you were going to have your daughter marry him. Like, no, I was going to have her marry a king, not a bastard. She's like, what do you mean by that? Yeah. Um, He's like, only rumors, only rumors. But, you know, these whispers can get pretty loud. And, uh, you know, who knows? And he's Mm -hmm. like, well, um, if it gets too loud, that's a really good way for people to lose their tongue. He's like, are you threatening me? And she's like, no, no, no. I'm only threatening gossip. Gossip yeah. mongers and cowards. Yeah. And he's like, <laughs> because that's exactly what he is. Yes. And he's like, I gotta go. Um, see you on the losing side. <laughs> yeah. What a jerk. He's awful. And so Kirigan is like, oh my gosh, he was never gonna help us. And so he's like, no, he wasn't. We have to go now. Mm-hmm. Um, and so they are going to fly over. Mm-hmm. Um, and as they are going to like the hangar, I guess. Uh, yeah. Um, Zoya senses like movement and she uses her powers and knocks one guy like against a wall and just like immediately kills him. Slay. And then the second one comes and Kirigan is gonna kill him, but she's like, no, we need to find out who does it. So mm-hmm. She like has her throat on his or no, sorry. She has her <laughs> knee on his <laughs> That would be so metal. Yeah. She has her knee on his throat. And she's like, who sent you? And he tells her, quote, a new age is coming, mm-hmm. the false saints will be purged. She's like what? <laughs> what do you mean the false case who sent you? Yeah. Um, and the guy calls her Sancta Zoya, but like um in mocking tone. She's like, 
what? Mm-hmm. Like, huh? <laughs> um, and so she punches him. Yeah. And knocks him unconscious. And she tells her, and she's like, I haven't conducted any miracles. Mm-hmm. She's like, oh my gosh, Nina. Freaking Nina. <laughs> and then skip chapter five. Um, Pretty good. So at the beginning of this chapter, Zoe was like, bring Nina back. Like, she needs to come back. Like, this like she needs home. to come home. And, and now, now she's, she's like, like, damn it, Nina. <laughs> Nina. <laughs> what is that from? It's from a, it's, okay, so it's become like a meme. Yes. But it's from this, like, like you know, cut videos. They do the, like, truth or dare siblings and their dad, whatever. But one, it's like, it's, it's like 10 of, like, some demographic of people. It's 10 high schoolers. Oh. And they have to decide amongst them. Who they have to choose one person to get like five hundred dollars, and they have to do it themselves. And if they can't decide by themselves within like an hour, then nobody gets it. And so they like eliminated people. I guess they went on like the the students did, and this person (laughs) got out early. And this this girl was kind of like a little rude, but um, when they were out, they were still like part of the video. They just sat on this couch, and this person was. They were like. Who's the ringleader in here? Like, we're not soliciting feedback from the couch right now. Who do you think is in charge of the person on the couch? She's like, Nina, Nina, Nina is. And like, they were just completely ignoring I them. Saw that, that person was like so annoying. Yeah. Was, like, it was really bad. Yeah. And so now, in like every like, <laughs> mo- mo- like moments that she- in cultural history that changed my life or whatever, there's invariably one, Nina. <laughs> the Zoe right now. It is. It is. Um, I think if we're talking about the same video, I think it is the same video because um, because they were really annoying. Unfortunately, and unfortunately, I think they have gotten like death threats and stuff oh, since no. that video. Oh, no. It's like were they annoying in that video? Yes. Do they deserve that? No. <laughs> like just another case of the internet being taken too far. Yeah. Like no, that's. Let's I know. Not do that. Let's not threaten. Right. Right. Don't do that. Um, anyway, <laughs> anyway, thank you all for joining us. Um, if you have questions, comments, concerns, need some, um, like, what is it? Need to be hyped up. Need to be hyped up. Need a soundboard. Yes. Anything. Send us an email at twomournerspod at gmail.com. We did hear from our, did we mention it in the last episode? I think we did, but we can mention it again. Okay. We did hear from our first international. Yeah. Hey. Um, um, who also sent us a really good, um, Post on Instagram. Oh, yes. Yeah. Oh, that I was saw that. really oh, good. Oh, my gosh. It was so good. Um, we love hearing from y'all on email, on DM, on Instagram, anything. We'd love to hear from you. But mm-hmm. um, you can email us at the email I just said. Um, follow us on Instagram at TeamWarnersPod or on TikTok at TeamWarnersPodcast. Um, we have some TikTok ideas that we have to well, record later. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so, uh, yeah, we'd love to connect there. I don't know. Yeah. Whatever. Sure. <laughs> anyway, thank you for joining. And as always, happy Easter! <laughs>